Hello and welcome. Please join me as I look upon this one earth with its many paths. As the clock ticks, so do I. These are the ramblings of yours truly, Bionic Carol. I've been thinking. Enter dramatic music here. No, seriously. Perhaps, just maybe, atheists have it right. What if there is no God? No magic, no rhyme or reason, we just exist. What if we humans created religion, spirituality, all of it, not as a way to be protected from harm, but a way for us to absolve ourselves from responsibility, from accountability, to ourselves and each other? Well, what the fuck? That is the thought that I had at approximately 5 o'clock this morning. I was sitting outside listening to the crickets, chain smoking, before I was going to get myself ready for work. And that thought hit me. I had originally planned to do a podcast. Basically, I was going to name it The Blame Game. Because, I don't know about y'all, but from an early age... I feel like I was taught, not necessarily by the people closest to me, but by society itself, you know, when something goes wrong, shift the blame, point fingers, and it is ever present to this day. Um, You have... You know, when it comes to politics, the right blames the left, and the left blames the right. Uh, You have parents blaming teachers, teachers blaming parents uh, for the faults of their children. Um, Mom blames dad, and dad blames mom. And the cycle continues. Everyone's at fault except me. Aren't you just sick of it? Ah, it's nine, well, it's 8.45 Eastern Standard Time. I have a migraine. I can't really see too well right now, but I just wanted to talk. I wanted to bring that up, you know? I mean, when you look at Christianity, for an example, and I really am not trying to dog on the Christians. It's just, like I said in previous podcasts, that's the religion I was raised in, so I'm more familiar with that. Um, You know, you have, and I shouldn't say the Christians, I should say certain fundamentalist Christians who go around and say, you know, that natural disasters and terroristic acts are um, God's way of punishing homosexuals. God's way of uh, punishing sinners. Yet again, blame. It's so easy to blame God. It's so easy to blame the quote-unquote devil. It's so easy to blame the forces beyond our control for everyday things. You see in the news, uh, and this isn't like a particular case, it's just, you know, 
shit you see on the news, uh, mother kills child, uh, father uh, kills wife and children, uh, mother kills husband, girl he was cheating with, goes home, kills her children and herself. And when you look at the news stories on social media, first thing people say is, it's because God's not in our schools. It's because we've given up on God. It's because they're evil. They were tempted by the devil, and they're evil, and they were possessed, and these monsters, evil, evil, monsters, Satan, God, this, that, and the other thing. How about the person was responsible for their actions? Whether it be a mother or a father or a, a child that winds up killing their parents. It's the person, it's the individual's actions that led to this. Um, even when <clears throat> in society, you know, you have the quote-unquote rape culture. Um, you know, uh, you have people that blame the victim. Whether it's a female victim or a male victim, they're the one that that gets blamed for getting assaulted, for getting raped, for getting murdered. Um, it's the rapist or murderer's parents. They didn't raise them properly. When there's a shooting, it's the gun. It's the bullets. When there's a stabbing, it's the knife. It's all about shifting focus. So that humans don't have to accept responsibility for their actions. And I don't know about you, but it's getting kind of old to me. And I don't want anyone who knows me or even who doesn't know me that's listening. I don't want you thinking that I've given up on my past. Because I haven't. But sometimes you need to question. You need to question yourself, you need to question your belief system, you have to question what's in front of you. Because if you don't ask the question, you'll never get the inspiration to find the answer. Now I'm sure that, you know, there's more to it. Um, again, I really can't see right now, my eyes are very blurry. And it's not dehydration, I had 101 point four ounces of water today, so it's not that, and I ate, you know, I, I had my fruits this morning for breakfast, I've been doing that for a little over a week now, trying to eat healthier, I hurt my back a little while ago trying to find the scale, I figured, you know, it's been a couple months, let's get a weigh-in going, but I lost my scale, can't lose the weight, but I lost the scale, somewhere. Somewhere in this house. But, uh... So, I don't know. What can we do, I wonder? Uh, how can we change? How can we change? How do we, how do we fix this? How do we start enforcing self-accountability? Well, hold yourself accountable. Too many times we make mistakes and try and brush it under the carpet and try and, you know, 
you know, give a little nudge and point at somebody else and say, oh, well, I may not have done X, Y, and Z, but they didn't do Q, U, and R. No. That's not how this works. We need to start stepping up and owning our mistakes. Uh, like if I'm at work and I forget to mail a letter, you know, yeah, it would be easy to lie and say that I mailed it. But if I did that, then I'm screwing over my boss, I'm screwing over the client, I'm screwing over whoever the letter was supposed to go to. Every action has an, an equal and opposite, or, you know what I'm trying to say. Every action has a consequence. It's the ripple effect. Um, everything we do touches the lives of those around us, and even those not even immediately close to us. We're all connected. So when you make a mistake, own it. And if somebody admits a mistake to you, don't scream at them. Don't put them down. Don't call them stupid. Don't belittle them. Thank them for their honesty. Be kind to them. Because you've made mistakes. Each and every one of us has made a mistake. In our lifetime. In our day-to-day -day lives. Hell, yesterday, I got all my stuff ready for work. What I, I have a routine. I, you know, I cut up my fruits in the morning. Put them in a Tupperware. I fill my three water bottles. They each have 33.8 ounces. Fill them all up with water. Get my lunch together. Get my snacks together, get my work materials together, and I leave, I go to work, do my thing. Well, <clears throat> I got to work yesterday, and I realized, oops, I left my wallet at home. You might be thinking to yourself, what the hell do you need your wallet for if you got your fruits and your water and your snacks? And Well, because I like to indulge, and I like to have a cup of coffee. Sometimes I have a cup of coffee in the morning on my way in. Sometimes I have a cup of coffee on my way out because SEPTA is insane at 5 o'clock and I find it to be easier to sit in Dunkin' Donuts for 20 minutes and catch the quote-unquote next train. Next train for me, anyway. Um, there's less people, you know. So it makes life a little easier for me, even if it costs me $6 a day because I usually get, or not $6 a day, $4 a day because I usually get like I said, a cup of coffee in the morning and a cup of coffee at night. <clears throat> Which is a lot less than I used to drink. I, when I worked for a lawyer's office in Center City, Philadelphia, back in, you know, 2012, what have you, uh, I used to get, I used to drink a pot of coffee before I left the house. By the time I got to the city, I would go buy an extra large coffee in the morning. Approximately two hours later, I'd go out, get another extra-large coffee. And then at night, I'd get an extra-large coffee to go home. And then I'd drink another pot of coffee. I used to drink a lot of coffee. And then wonder why I didn't sleep at all. Now I'm down to... One or two cups before I leave the house. One cup in the morning, and then one cup at night. So you're talking approximately four cups of coffee. Two cups I pay for. 
Stupid. I know. <sighs> but it's the little things that get you through the day, can I say? But I think, you know, when when I really think about it and you, you see everyone pointing fingers because we're just so afraid. This society is so judgmental and, like, disgusting. I mean, everything you do. I remember growing up and, you know, if I accidentally wore mismatched socks or something like that. You know, I'd be freaking out, you know, because I, I got bullied and shit. And I, I didn't want to give them extra ammunition. And my girl used to be like, you know, people don't have enough time in their day to focus on what you're wearing. They don't care. They're not, you know. And maybe at that time she was right. My God, if my mama were around today, I mean, people, there are pages on Facebook and Instagram and all that, you know, dedicated to tearing people down for what they wear, what they said, how they said it, people's accents, you know. It's disgusting how we just, we tear each other apart. And then you wonder why, you know, so many people are cheating and all this other. You can't admit a mistake. You admit a, you admit a mistake and then all of a sudden... You know, you're getting screamed at, whether, you know, like I said, if you make a mistake at work, you got that fear that your boss is going to yell at you or fire you. You make a mistake at home and you don't, you know, you don't want, if you're a kid, you don't want your parents yelling at you and belittling you. You don't want your siblings having ammunition to make fun of you. Uh, even, you know, if you're a parent, God forbid you make a mistake. The kids will never let you hear the end of it. And I know, I've done it to my dad. I've done it to my mom. I'm an asshole, I'll admit it. And at the time, you think, oh, it's all in good fun. But if you think about it, how many times has somebody said something to you and it just hurt you to your core? Even if it was a joke, quote unquote. Was it really a joke, you know? Uh, and if words can hurt you, if words can make you cry, can make you feel like the lowest piece of dirt, what do you think your words do? What do you think your actions do? And that's something. We're all a part of the same planet. We're all part of the same family, whether we want to admit it or not. Uh, Terry had done a podcast on major malfunction about racism, and it was powerful. I mean, I, you know, I listen to it even now, and it's been like two or three weeks, I think, and I still, you know, put it on play because it's such a powerful podcast, and it's so true, and we, we tear each other apart now. Why? I, and I'm not above it all. I, you know, I laughed at the people of Walmart and the people of SEPTA. And I used to share that shit on my page. And even now, you know, I'll catch myself wanting to share something. Because in that, in that one second that I read the meme or I looked at the thing. And for one second I laughed and then I'm like, fuck, that's a person, Carol. What are you doing? That's a human being. And you're fucking laughing at them? 
Why? Why is it okay? If somebody were to look at me and laugh at me, hell, I still have the fear of going to the gym. I want so desperately to lose weight. But I also am so afraid of the commentary. And when that thing went viral or whatever last year or the year before with that girl that took a picture of somebody in the gym and shared it, and she was famous, so she thought she could get away with it. And then when people, you know, started ripping her a new one, all of a sudden she's backpedaling. Oh, I meant to say it, send it to my friends only. I didn't mean to make a post about it. Cunt. Liar. You want to do, you know. <sighs> See? And there I go again. I'm calling her names and putting her down. Why? It doesn't make me feel any better. It doesn't make me unique. It's so easy to tear somebody apart, put them down. Especially in anger. People piss me off at work and I catch myself saying shit. And I'm just like, really, Carol? If somebody were to say that shit to you, what would you do? You would cry like a little bitch. You'd go home, you'd listen to your sad, depressing music and you'd cry. Or you'd hurt yourself. So why would you put that on someone else? Why would you make someone else go through that? So. Here's a little homework for you. If you're interested. For a week. I want you to log every negative thought. I don't care if it's about yourself, about your boss, about your mom, about your dad, about your cat, your dog, your fish, your fiancé, your husband, your wife. I don't care. I want you to log every single negative thought. I'm not saying, oh, this today is such shit. Yeah, it's negative, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you're when you're getting off the bus or you're getting out of your car and some asshole walks in front of you and almost knocks your coffee out of your hand. What's your first reaction? Is it, oh, they must be in a hurry, they must be running late, or is it, you fucking cunt, get out of my way? I know for me it's the latter. I'm not proud of that. But I want you to put it down for a week. Let's do this. We're going to start it today. Well, not today, because it's late. We're going to start it... Tomorrow is Wednesday. So we're going to start Wednesday. Alright? I want you to log every negative thought on a piece of paper. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious here. Don't just, you know... Don't fucking lie and say you did it either, because fuck you. <laughs> Starting tomorrow, when you wake up, I want you to carry around a notepad and a pen. And I want you to write down every single negative thought you have about other people or about yourself. I do it all the time. You might be thinking, what negative thoughts about myself? If you don't have negative thoughts about yourself, kudos to you, because I do it all the time. Why the fuck can't you, you know, why can't... My fucking hair stays straight. I took 20 minutes to get dressed this morning. Why is my skirt riding up? Why Why can't my shoes look right? Why can't this look right? Why do I have to look fat? Da -da 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 -da. Negative, 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 negative. 
One week, seven days, starting tomorrow, Wednesday. Track every negative thought. There is a meaning behind this, I promise. And seven days from now, I'm going to touch base. And hopefully, listener, I don't know, probably listener, if that. Hopefully, you will have taken the time to join 1975 Productions on Facebook, our public group. And in one week, we can share our findings. And discuss further. And discuss where we can go from here. So there's your homework. That's all the rambling I have for you today. I still can't see for shit. And it's now past 9 o'clock and I'm tired. So good night. And as the clock ticks, so do I. These have been the ramblings of Bionic Carol.